Hi everyone. Um, it's great to see you all this evening at Christchurch, whether that's in person or virtually. Um, this is my first time speaking um, at the evening service. Um, and initially I wasn't really sure what to talk about because the theme for this set of talks over the past um, few months of the evening services has been preacher's choice or a passage that God has laid on your heart for the church. So I began reading a few different Bible passages that seem relevant for the church as a whole and where we as Christchurch are today and doing some research around them. But the closer it got to the date of today's service, the less sure I felt that any of these were the passages that God was laying on my heart for this time. And so I began to research more and more and to listen back to some of the evening talks for inspiration. Uh, and one of these was a worship night talk from April of 2021. And Tiggy spoke about having a similar experience to the one that I was having now. Um, and she said, as I knelt and waited, I heard God saying to me, why are you striving? You don't need cleverly arranged words or fancy concepts to tell them I'm good. Just tell them I'm good. So, God is good. <laughs> uh, end of the sermon. <laughs> Not really. um, so I think it's easy to feel overwhelmed by the amount of choices we have especially when the amount of options increases very quickly. I think of the amount of time it sometimes takes me to find something to watch on Netflix, the amount of things I scroll through because even though I think they're good, they just don't feel quite right. When there are so many options and so many good options, it feels difficult to know whether or not I'm making the right choice. When I initially agreed to speak at this service, it was winter and we were in lockdown. Shots cafes and many other places were closed. There were only a limited number of reasons to leave home. So the number of choices I had to make about my life each day was quite low. But now that more things are reopening, I have a lot more choices about where to go and what to do. And we also have choices about the next steps that we take together as a church. So how do we go about making them? Earlier this year at Christchurch, we looked at distinctive passages from Luke's Gospel, passages from the book of Luke that don't appear in any of the other Gospels. One of these was the story of Jesus visiting the house of Martha and Mary. This is quite a short passage, so I'll read it now. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him. She had a sister called Mary, who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said. But Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but few things are needed, or indeed only one. Martha has chosen what is better, and it will not be taken away from her. So what is the one thing that is needed? What is the one thing that is better? It's listening to Jesus. Listening to Jesus in the midst of the work that's going on around us. Mm -hmm. Listening to Jesus despite the fact that we feel busy or that we should be doing something else. And knowing that listening to Jesus is not a poor use of our time, or stopping us from doing something more important. 
but is at the core of Christian discipleship. This is not the first time that Luke tells us that listening to Jesus is important. One chapter earlier, he tells us about the transfiguration of Jesus. In this story, Jesus goes up a mountain with Peter, John and James to pray. After Moses and Elijah appear to them, a cloud appears and envelopes them. From this cloud comes the voice of God saying, this is my son whom I have chosen. Listen to him. Listening to Jesus helps us to make good choices, both in our personal lives and the life of the church. It is what God has told us to do. So how can we listen? We listen to Jesus through prayer and through talking to God. Prayer is communion with God. We can speak to God and he can speak to us. Mother Teresa once said about prayer, we need to listen to God because it's not what we say, but what he says to us and through us that matters. There are many ways we can pray, out loud or in silence alone or with others, reflecting on scripture or bringing the troubles within our own lives before God. Sometimes it can be difficult to know what to say in prayer, especially if we feel like we don't pray as often as we should. But prayer is not a burden and it's not something that we have to do perfectly. Spending time in prayer, speaking to and listening to God is a gift. A helpful place to start with listening to God in prayer may be to use the words of Samuel, a prophet from the Old Testament who is called by God, and who hearing God calling him said, Speak, Lord, for your servant is listening. This is something that we too can say to God when we pray. We also listen to Jesus through reading the Bible. This listening can come both in the form of Jesus' own words within the Gospels, as well as what we learn about God through the other books of the Bible, which all point to his love and plan for our salvation. In 2 Timothy, Paul says that all scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Reading the Bible and listening to God through it equips us to live as Christians, and to make wise decisions. It is how we learn about Jesus and all that he has done for us. It contains Jesus' teaching, which we can read and learn from. But Jesus asks us to do more than simply listen. He tells the story of two men who build houses, a wise man who builds one on a firm foundation of rock, and another foolish man who builds one on a foundation of sand. When a flood comes, the house built on sand is destroyed, but the storm isn't able to shake the house built on rock. Jesus says that the man who builds a house on rock is like someone who hears his words and puts them into practice. But the one who hears and doesn't put his words into practice is like a man who builds a house on sand. Jesus calls us not just to read the Bible and listen to what he has said, but to act on this and follow him. Listening to God is not a passive action, but one that has the power to transform our whole lives, because following Jesus transforms our whole lives. And so listening to Jesus is not something we only do once. In John's Gospel, 
Jesus says, I no longer call you servants because a servant does not know his master's business. Instead, I have called you friends. For everything that I learned from my father, I have made known to you. When we listen to Jesus, we learn about God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And because we know this, Jesus calls us his friend. Part of being someone's friend is to speak to them and spend time with them. So we should make time to listen to Jesus often. But sometimes it can feel difficult to listen to God. One reason for this might be because we're afraid of what we might hear. We may be worried that God will ask us to do something we don't want to do, or that we think is too difficult for us. But we can find comfort in knowing that many of Jesus' earliest followers had similar thoughts. Partway through John's Gospel, after Jesus speaks about himself as the bread of life, the disciples say, this is a hard teaching. Who can accept it? Some of the disciples walk away and Jesus asks those who have stayed why they have done so. Simon Peter said, Lord, to whom shall we go? You have the words of eternal life. It is through Jesus that we are saved from sin and given eternal life. And we do not have to follow God's words alone or in our own strength. We always have God's support. In his letter to the Romans, Paul writes that the Spirit helps us in our weaknesses. Being a follower of Jesus and listening to him is not about putting extra burdens on ourselves, but being called to a newer and fuller life with God, which may mean we have to make some changes about how we live now. But God will always help us to live out that life. Other times, it can feel like listening to God is difficult because we just aren't hearing anything. We can also look to the Bible and find ourselves in good company. In Cell, Christchurch's Thursday night youth group, over the past few months, we've been looking at some of the Psalms, and I've been struck by the number of times that the idea of waiting for God comes up. In various Psalms, the following verses appear. Wait for the Lord. Be strong, take heart, and wait for the Lord. We wait and hope for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Lord, I wait for you. You will answer. I waited patiently for the Lord. He turned to me and heard my cry. I wait for the Lord. My whole being waits. And in his word, I put my hope. I wait for the Lord more than watchmen wait for the morning. And these psalms show us how to wait, with patience and with expectation. There will be times for many of us when God feels closer and when he feels further away, but he will never leave us or forsake us. And through these more difficult times, we can continue to pray and to read his word through the Bible. So, to summarise, we all have choices to make in our lives, at home, church, work, school, and anywhere else we go. When we're making these choices, we can turn to God for guidance, and to do this, we have to listen to him. Some good ways to do this are through prayer and reading the Bible. 
but just listening to God isn't enough. We should put what we hear into action. Even if this is difficult, God will be with us and help us. And as we listen more to God, we begin to find that listening easier. We begin to see God's hand in creation and the lives of the people around us. Listening to God is not something we have to do alone or in complete silence. God can speak to us anywhere, in any situation. So we can listen to God anywhere, in any situation. I'll finish with a quote from Brother Lawrence, a monk from the 17th century. He wrote this, there is not in the world a kind of life more sweet and delightful than that of a continual conversation with God. To live this life, we need to listen to God. Thank you.